Hello, hello, welcome back to another stream with me, Training with Tom. I hope you're doing great on this fine day. It is Friday, it's the weekend upon us. Um, welcome in, wherever you're joining me from. Hope you're gonna enjoy today's stream. It's all about opposites, opposites day. It's about antonyms. And I must say before we start the stream, uh, thank you very much Diana for the lovely message you put in here. Uh, you're gonna check the stream out later, you can't be here live. Uh, but I see all of your messages, so thank you. That means a lot. Um, I hope you have a great day as well. And I hope you enjoy it when you do get a chance to watch the stream. Hello, Hamid. Welcome back. Nice to see you, sir. Uh, hello again, Samaya. Welcome back uh, as well. Uh, lots of you coming back, joining us. If you've just been in our quiz, um, I'm wearing the same shirt on the vids. Forgot to change shirt, but you guys know we're doing those streams on the same day. Uh, hello, Seika. Hello Mamacita, hello Ola, uh, welcome in. Today we're talking about antonyms. They are, of course, opposites. Uh, unlike a synonym, which is a word that has a similar or the exact meaning to another word, an antonym is the opposite. For example, good and bad, night and day. Uh, day being the antonym of night and good the antonym of bad or vice versa. Uh, another example, we could have wet and dry. Hamid, I'm from Cambridge, England. Uh, let me all know where you're from. Lots of you do. I do like to know where you guys come from. That's interesting to me. Welcome in, Marcia. Uh, Julia, David. Hopefully I haven't missed anyone. Let's get started then with an antonym. I've given you a little bit of an example and explained it already. So it is the opposite of something. Good and bad, night and day, wet, dry, small, big, and so on. We can come up with lots. If, whenever, throughout the stream, if you're on the live stream, of course, you think of something that's an opposite of something else, put it in the stream. I wanna, I wanna know that you know what an antonym is and that you can think of opposites, like I've uh, examples that I've given already. So uh, do put them in if you do know, because there are so many out there, and it'll be good to see that you guys are understanding it. That'd be brilliant. Era, is that how I pronounce your name? Welcome from Spain, I hope that is uh, correct. Thank you, Hamid, I appreciate that. Uh, greetings from Switzerland, Connie. Um, you're from Portugal, Marcia, welcome from Portugal. Originally from Ukraine, but living in Germany for many years. Like me, I've been living in Germany for five years. Ola, welcome. So that is an antonym. Um, we have on the screen for you a picture of, obviously, uh, a computer. I think it's an Apple, not that it matters. And an old typewriter. So something we can use to write documents uh, with. And obviously some old uh, contrasting example that we can write things with. So that is an antonym there. There is an old and new version of something. Okay. So that's what antonyms are, the opposites. And they can improve our writing and our speaking skills, of course. They allow us to make good comparisons, opposites, comparisons, comparing one thing, night, to another thing, day. Yeah. Uh, they're useful in describing something by simply saying what they are not. So we can say that somebody was unkind or not kind, and 
we're also saying that they were rude by saying that, yeah? So we can use antonyms to uh, say what things are not as well as what they are. It allows us to use the literary device that is antithesis. Now this, which you might not know what antithesis is, but you will be able to tell, this is where opposites are used next to each other in the same sentence to point out differences. And this makes the contrast seem even greater and gives the comparison more character. I'll give you an example of antithesis. Keep your mouth closed and eyes open. Or, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, which of course was said by Neil Armstrong. So he says one small step for man and one giant leap for mankind. If he had just said one small step, then it wouldn't have been as interesting the comparison, but he uses the antonym, the opposite of small step and giant leap to make this sentence uh, be as popular as it is. So we can use antonyms to contrast, compare, uh, and to describe things and make them seem even greater than what they are, you know, give them more character and description. Like ah, it means island in Gaelic. I see, thank you. I I'm learning something as well. You live in Germany, Dusseldorf. I drive through Dusseldorf uh, when I go back to England. Uh, Dusseldorf, yeah, it's I haven't really seen much of it, but welcome. Uh, you're a bit far away from me in Leipzig. It helps emphasise absolutely when we are when we are um, writing. It helps emphasise a comparison using an antonym. Uh, you can use both in the same sentence to greatly describe the comparison of two things. I'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. Anissa, welcome from Spain. Nice to meet you, Tobias. Um, I appreciate you coming in, first stream. Usually with Max. Max is a great streamer. Uh, hopefully you can enjoy my stream in a little bit like his, uh, in any way, shape or form. If it's anything like uh, the enjoyment you have in Max's stream, then I'm doing a good job. He's a brilliant streamer. Uh, welcome to, uh, to one of my streams. Slightly different uh, to Max, so he's a great, great guy. So that's what an antonym is. And uh, why are they important? As we said about making comparisons, describing something or someone, and by using antithesis. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, said by Neil Armstrong. It's an example of antithesis there. He's emphasizing it by compa comparing antonyms, whereas they are opposite, making it seem a great comparison, okay? I hope that makes sense. Uh, so we're gonna move on to different types of antonyms. It isn't just, you know, small, big. These are um, called comparable ones. Um, but we're gonna talk about, first of all, relational antonyms, which aren't used, oh sorry, they're called gradable antonyms, like small and large. We'll talk about that in a second. But relational antonyms are types found in mutual relationships. So for example, we have a doctor, and when you have a doctor, you have a patient. 
These are antonyms. Their relationship are opposite. Although they're not directly opposite in writing terms, you can't have one without the other. You can't have a doctor exist if there are no patients and a patient uh, with no doctors. Another example is left and right. Left, right. And buying and selling. These are relational antonyms. They have a mutual relationship with one another. Left has a relationship with right. Kind of right without left. Welcome Zero from Algeria and welcome first time as well, Namin. Glad to see so many first timers in here. Hope you do enjoy it today. Today's antonyms, it's opposites. Opposites. The most usual type you have are gradable antonyms and they're used to describe opposite amounts of the same quality. So we already had new and old. We're talking about time. That is our quality. We're comparing something new to something old. We can have hot and cold for temperature. The antonym of hot is cold and for cold is hot. Wet and dry, long and short and so on. Very, very easy. This is the most common antonym and the gradable antonyms that you'll see in their writing. Complementary antonyms, and we should move on uh, to my slides. Uh, so there you go, an example of gradable antonyms. We have one big, um, you know, sort of statue here, mannequin thing, and a small one, a small one. We have a visual representation here. They're used to describe opposite amounts of the same quality, big and small. And our final one are complementary antonyms. Complementary antonyms. This is where the positive use of one of the words has a negative use of the other words. So only one can be true. One or the other can be true, but not both at the same time. For example, we have on and off. If something's on, it can't also be off. These are uh, complementary antonyms. On and off. Alive and dead and real and fake. Exactly, as we see in the picture, we have a switch. It can't be both on and off. I mean, maybe this one because there's two switches, but you know what I mean. Absolutely, Hamid. Absolutely. Hamid, if you haven't already seen, we've done a stream on philosophy. If you're interested in philosophy, uh, I've already done a stream on philosophy. You can check that out on my page if that interests you. So we have on and off as a complementary antonym. And finally, we have antonyms and prefixes. Uh, hopefully you know already what prefixes are. If not, I'm sure there are plenty of streams on Chatterbug for you to check out what they are. But very briefly, prefixes are often three or two or maybe even one, but commonly three letters used before a word to change its meaning, okay? So we have dis, uh, as in dishonest or honest, and these are antonyms, okay? Dishonest and honest are antonyms of each other. They are opposites. Um, a few prefixes that reverse a word's meaning, like this, 
and turning it into its opposite. But be careful. Not every word can take a prefix. We can't use, uh, for example, good and just say ungood or disgood. Yeah? So not every word can take a prefix. So we need to learn the words that can and the words that are antonyms. So we have uh, appear. Antonym of appear is disappear. We have agree, disagree. We have logical, and this takes the prefix with an I, as in illogical. Logical, illogical. These are opposites. These are antonyms using prefixes. Believer, non-believer. Non being the prefix here. I'll give you a couple more examples. Absolutely, Anissa, well done. Like, dislike, respectful, disrespectful. Well done. These are antonyms. And you've used the prefixes dis. Uh, well done. You used the prefix dis there. Welcome from Algeria. Kahinas. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Kahinas. Welcome from Algeria. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, and finally, we have uh, lead, mislead, using miss as the prefix. Important, unimportant, necessary, unnecessary, and likely, unlikely, using un. Okay, lots of information there, lots of it you will know already, uh, but for those that don't, hopefully that is well explained. If you have any questions, put them in the live stream now. Um, if you are watching on past broadcast, you can go over and watch it again. Uh, but for those that have been following along, we're gonna have a mini, mini quiz, and we're gonna talk about the things that we've currently covered so we know what antonyms are, they're opposites, yeah? And when they should be used in writing, speaking, and the different kinds of antonyms. So we had relational antonyms, okay? Doctor and patient. We had gradable antonyms, um, long and short. We had complementary antonyms, on and off. Either one or the other can exist. And now we're ready for our mini quiz. So four questions, one for each of the examples of the types of antonyms that we've given and one for the prefixes with antonyms. Here's your first one. What is a relation, relational antonym of teacher? Is it colleague, class, PowerPoint or student? You guys have got your answers in already. Uh, Sevinge, that is absolutely correct. Understand, misunderstand. Yeah, very good. These are opposites. So, of course, the answer is student. You're all getting that right. Well done. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant students. Um, of course, there's no opposite of uh, teacher, but teacher and pupil, pupil are opposite within the context of their relationship. Okay? This is why they're called relational antonyms, because they're opposite within the context of their relationship, like doctor and patient, teacher and student. These are relational antonyms. Well done. And what is the antonym of the word strong? This is an example of a gradable antonym, which describes the opposite amounts of the same quality. Here we're talking about strength. We have strong, what is the opposite of strong? The antonym, is it muscular, weak, fast, or young? 
Absolutely, everyone's getting this right. This, uh, this is great, great to see. Absolutely brilliant. The answer, of course, is weak. The opposite of strong is weak, and this is a gradable antonym. We're describing the opposite amount of the same quality. Moving on to our complementary antonym. That of exit is, so this is where one can exist only, the other can't exist. So if something's on, for example, it can't also be off. And this is where the positive use of one word has a negative use of the other word. So the opposite of exit being entrance. You guys have got this right, so we're going to move on to our final question. If we're being a bit pedantic, you could have an entrance that is an exit um, if you only had one opening, for example. But you guys know exactly what we're talking about. Exit, entrance, opposites. Now then, last of our mini quiz questions, what prefix do we use for the antonym of legal? So you're looking for the opposite word of legal, what is it? Is it mislegal, which is misspelt? <laughs> is it illegal? Is it non-legal? Or is it unlegal? I will pretend that that is done on purpose. Is it mislegal, illegal, non-legal, or unlegal? The opposite of legal, which is another word for antonym, opposite. Well done. 14 of you getting that right straight away, very fast getting the correct answer. Absolutely. The opposite of legal is illegal. That is the antonym here for that. And that is a gradable antonym. We're talking about the same quality. We're talking about legality, how legal something is uh, on a scale. Okay, it's on a scale. Well done uh, for lots of you who are getting those questions right. If you have any additional questions, please put them in the chat now uh, and I will answer them as we're just about to finish the stream. Hopefully this has helped. Um, thumbs up if it has. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, if you have any questions, quickly get them in now. I will stick around for a few more seconds in case if it's if it's not understandable, if you have some questions about it, not, nothing's really clear. Uh, you want me to clear up the different types of antonyms uh, or the prefixes or go over again what it is, then absolutely ask me away, ask away. Please create more advanced streams. I we can do that. I can I can create some more beginner streams, more advanced streams. I do aim my streams to be very clear and for a sort of intermediate beginner level. Um, Hamid, if you watch that uh, philosophy stream, that is an advanced stream. That is a stream we did, and not too many people um, were sort of understanding it. They I did it a beginner's philosophy stream. They understood the concepts, um, but it was uh, a bit difficult for some people. Philosophy is complicated, especially as a foreign language, so I can understand. That's a very good one, Nermeen. Ab, 
normal and normal. That's a very good, um, it's a very good uh, prefix usage there, ab. And of course, they are antonyms. If you're normal, the opposite is abnormal. You're not normal. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching. If there's no questions, uh, I will leave you guys to have a great, great weekend. Thank you once again for watching the stream. I hope you did enjoy it. Uh, Diana, you caught it as well. Uh, thank you for that lovely message. I will see you on Monday. We'll be back with a stream. Uh, and until then, have a great weekend. Keep learning. Keep enjoying Chatterbug. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.